0: Hi guys, this is Alanis from Adim LA and today we're going to talk about broken relationships with parents. I'm here with Diane, Deb, and Danny. So let's begin.
1: Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the encounter. Just like uh, Alani said, um, today we, we're we're uh, we're still talking about um, the whole broken homes uh, series that we have, and today we're going to speak about like uh, you know the the, the houses divided that uh, sometimes we have in our life. <clears throat> and what I mean when I say that is uh, sometimes we have a tr- we have trouble even just you know leveling or meeting eye to eye with our own parents and uh, i just we, i just wanted to uh you know start and i want to read you by there's so many things in the bible that uh that calls us uh, to be together and cause us to be united but i want to read in first corinthians for 113 it says christ cannot be divided into different groups it wasn't paul who died on the cross for you was it were you baptized in Paul's name? And it says, "Unfortunately, I am thankful that I did not baptize any of you except Crispus and case Well, that's uh, that all is extra, but I was gonna I was gonna say that it's beautiful how how Paul here speaks to 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 the Corinthians and he tells them to be united, <clears throat> and this is a church, so God is expecting our homes to be already united without being. Um, you see, what I'm, I don't know if I don't know if I am having heart trouble, tr- 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 you know, trouble explaining this, but like. God is expecting that our homes are already united so they can bring that unity into our house. But most times, we're divided at home and we bring that division and we bring it here. For example, if we have some dad issues, we bring it here and say, Oh, you know my spiritual dad is going to fail me like my dad. You see what I'm saying? And it's not like that. I mean, will it fail you? Yes, but your true father is jesus your true father is god therefore we should take those stigmas and those uh divisions in our life away and come with a brand new heart and a a brand new thought process what do you guys think
2: i think the biggest issue like i remember when i was younger that um uh it was mostly butting heads with your like mom and dad like constantly fighting like oh why can't i go out with my friends like they're always hanging out or like I usually say, FOMO, fear of being left out. So it's like I'm missing, all right? Yeah. So that that's a big thing. Mostly like growing up Christian, you can't do so many things that your friends are doing. So I think that's one of the causes of butting heads with your parents. I guess. Like I don't know if Alani's went through is went through it or is still going through it. Yeah. If
0: I, oh,
3: sorry. Go for it, it. I was gonna say that if I could give in my two cents, yes, mm-hmm. I absolutely went through this. Um, but now that I have uh. The, what I can and can't do um, I know what is right and I know what is wrong and I appreciate my liberty because I didn't have it for so long that I literally try my best to keep my parents trust and I'm older you know Yeah. Um, I could decide to do that um, but like I don't know I just value the trust that they have in me that I can never or don't want to do anything that breaks it so yeah I think I think we have to learn to differentiate between like oh we're butting heads with our parents because we're actually butting heads or we're just being rebellious mm-hmm. and saying oh we're not getting permission so here i'm gonna act out mm-hmm. i think that that's really important that there's there's uh liberty comes with age and with trust so if you've been bad your whole life and expect your parents to be like absolutely you can do whatever you want uh, that's that's not gonna happen right trust is built trust is something that you have to work at and also trust is lost in, like, seconds. It takes forever to build, but lost in seconds. So, I think everybody, you know, everything has its time. And we shouldn't be rushing. If you are too young to go out, then, hey, take it. And that's not a reason to be butting heads. This is a, re- a time to be um, having a good relationship with your parent um, and your, your
0: family. You know, really forming what Danny was saying, that unity.
1: Alanis, you have something to say?
0: No, yeah. I wanted to agree, like, right now I'm still young. And sometimes i think like oh yeah i need to go out with my friends i need to do this like if like if i have the right to but that's why me and my mom are always butting heads because sometimes she's like oh i can't go out and then i get mad and i'm like no i want to go i and so as a child you really have to put yourself in your parents position sometimes like Lately, I've been doing this thing where if my mom's arguing with me, I would be like, oh, if I was in her position, what would I say? And then I realized being a parent is really hard. Like, <laughs> like I was like, what would I tell myself? And then I realized there's not much I can say. And so that really calms me down so that I don't butt heads with my mom as much.
1: You know, you know what's beautiful? That in Proverbs eight it says, My son, listen to your father when he corrects you, and don't ignore what your mother teaches you. It says, what you learn from your parents is online. It says, we'll bring you honor and respect like a crown or a gold medal. So, listen, fighting against parents is normal. Like, fighting, uh, fighting, you know, butting heads with your parents, of course, is normal. They were 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25. They were that age. And through those ages, maybe they didn't have that one person saying, hey, careful there. Hey, be careful there. And because of that sometimes even their future was altered so as i'm saying butting heads is not always bad butting heads is also take away from something and i'm telling you right now your parents are taking something from every time you guys butt heads i'll never forget that my dad used to get me in trouble for everything i remember he used to get mad at me and he used to tell me this he used to tell me that and one day i was able to you know reach his heart and I said, and I told him, I was like, look, I do have a lot of things in my that I, that I do bad. I do. But put me in the balance. Does my good outweigh my bad? And he looked and he was like, what? He's leave. He's like, fine, leave. And I was like, oh, so you see, like, like, I'm not arguing with him. I'm just trying to teach, show him, not teach him, but show him my point as well. I said, yeah. Am I responsible? Sure. I'm also, you know. 30 years younger than you are, you know what I mean? So I I, I told him, i just try to get him to my level, and he was like, okay, I understand. You're being molded? I'm molded already. So, yeah, go ahead, go ahead.
0: I also wanted to say that, like, I know that sometimes I want to tell my mom something, and I want to have a conversation with her, but I'm so mad about the argument or the discussion we're having that sometimes the heat of the moment makes me say it in the wrong way. So sometimes we have to take what we have Bite our tongue and when we're more relaxed and a clear head, then we talk to our parents.
3: You know, Lenny, I love that you said this because we confuse sometimes that our parents are our friends. and They are not our friends. They are our parents. And we owe them this respect, this honor. And I, I actually love that you read that one, Danny, the honor your parents or listen to your father's teaching. Because the first uh, commandment with the promise in the Bible is this, honor your parents and you'll have long life. So doing this literally is something so amazing. And I know there's another verse in the Bible, I'll look for it right now, that says that when you don't honor it, you should be cast out of the campground and be put to death. So honoring your parents is something really, really intense. And yeah, it's we have to remember that. We have to speak at all times with respect and honor.
1: Yeah, and you know what? There's a verse in the Bible. I think it's, if I'm not wrong, I hope, hopefully I got it here. It's first of John 5.14. I, I was teaching the kids this, and I couldn't... um i couldn't uh i couldn't find it right here but i i searched it on google <laughs> and it says uh it says it's beautiful because it says um he says on 17 no he doesn't it says he listens to us every time we ask him so we know what he gives us on whatever we ask from him and then if you keep reading it or i think it's before he says that oh on 14 says we can come to god with no doubts this means that we can ask god for everything and for those things that agree with god and god wants for us and God cares about what we say, but what, what I'm trying to say, what the, the the what I'm trying to get at, and what I'm trying to push forward for is, what about when your mom says something that you think that's not in God's plan? Oh, you can't go to church, but you're like, dude. But so you're saying that God doesn't want me to go to church? No, God put her there because He's gonna, she's gonna function, or He's gonna function to what you need to do. Therefore. Don't be like, oh, you're going against God's plans. No. You can come to ask, for example, I was telling the kids this. It's funny how we don't know how to ask because nobody teaches us. For example, if I tell you, Rebecca, you need to to go to the end of your street, are you going to ask for an airplane? It would be stupid to ask for an airplane, right? Would you ask for a bike? Yeah. Would you ask for a car? Made sense. But if I told you, hey, you have to get to Hawaii, you wouldn't say, hey, Danny, can I get a boat? You would ask for an airplane. But the point is, you need to know God's will. So I think overall, so you guys can stop butting heads, is figure out what God wants in your life. What is it that you're called to do? Are you called to serve? Perfect. Are You, you know, I don't know. Are you, are you called to, to sing? If it's not, or you know what? I'll give you guys, if you guys don't know your calling, I'll give you guys your first calling, unity. That's your first calling. If you're, if... If you staying at home on a Friday night causes your family to be united, stay home. I feel like I feel like that's the best advice I can give you. What happens if if it's not what you know? I see what God's plan. Well, figure out what's God's will on you
3: first. And then you know we also have to remember personalities. Um, for example, with parents, you could say like um, Jacob with Esau and uh, oh no, it's Isaac with Jacob and Esau, right? Yeah. Yes. Um, he favored Esau. He was more like the hunter, a little more like, like manly. Yeah, manly, while Jacob was more um, attached to his mother. So we could see that also, it's not that your parents don't love you, or it's not that your parents don't agree, it's just personality-wise. For example, I could have a conversation with my mom for like 17 hours about how I love shopping and how she loves shopping, but I talked to my dad about shoes or something, he'd be like, nice, and that's it, it's, <laughs> it ends, right? So we have to also remember, that doesn't mean our parents hate us, we're not butting heads, it's just... Different, um, how do you
1: say, like, likes, different yeah. interests. Uh, and I think you said that in the beginning, right? They're not our friends. Yeah. Some parents try to be your friends, and then we lose respect. Guys, I'm telling you, we lose respect. Then you go, oh, stop being, uh, you know, stupid. And your mom is like, yo, like, don't call me that. And you're like, okay, well, don't play with me like that. You see what I'm saying? The best thing is to always keep, always keep a healthy distance. And look, hey daddy, it's because my mom doesn't tell me that she loves me. Okay, that's why Jesus is there. Mm-hmm. Keep in mind also that as the personalities come, your parents grew up with different yeah. people.
2: That's, that's another thing that like we don't see. That our parents sometimes grew up differently without their parents showing them affection because culture-wise sometimes...
1: Latinos like, are horrible, yeah. you're right.
2: But I could see it in my parents how... Their parents never showed them love, but, like, with me and my brother, like, they show us affection, like, to the extreme. But in a way, like, I I appreciate that because I don't have lack of love. Like, I could sometimes show love, too. But, like, but we also have to recognize that even difference of personalities and traumas they went through, Mm. that they're trying to protect us. Sometimes they show their love by protecting us. Even though we might be like, oh man, but I wanted to go sleep over at my friend's house. And your mom, you could s- see that your parents see more far ahead than you do. They're like, no, like, it's dangerous sometimes if you go sleep over to, like, at a friend's house. You don't know what dangers you're putting yourself in.
1: Yeah, and you don't know what type of dangers they went through, yeah. like you said, right? So that's why, yeah. My dad, my dad used to be the same thing. Dad can I sleep with my friends. No sleeping over. He even he even made it a rule in church. Yeah. No sleeping over anybody's houses, and I can tell you, I thank God. Yeah. I thank God because now after I'm 28 years old and you know I've been a you know a rascal. I never had I never had any trauma towards sleeping or anybody else but I have heard of people mm-hmm. that have had trauma and you know oh yeah my friend's dad crawled in the bed and, and I was like whoa you know and then and then it's crazy but but what yeah. I'm trying to say is that there's a reason yeah. why your parents say don't do this and we have to understand that, that sometimes sometimes we want to butt heads yeah. and sometimes it's are just saying you do not understand and I'm sorry I don't mean to be rude but we gotta close our mouths yeah. and just follow because that's who we are called. We, that's who we are, are called to be right now, followers. So one day, Alani says, "You're the youngest one here. When you get to lead, guess what? Everybody's gonna do be quiet and listen. Because it's really hard. It's really hard to put to like to grab somebody's like thoughts and download them into your into your brain." Mm-hmm.
3: And Danny, these boundaries that our parents set will help us later when we have our own children. Know like that was too far, and that was not enough. You know, we mm-hmm. learn to we learn to see where we were able to mess up and where we have to tighten the reins a little bit because sin is is like that it attacks every generation following it and if it attacked you it's going to attack your kids okay. but i was going to say danny one of the questions here is what if our parents uh, don't want what god wants what can we do then
1: That's, so i'm saying like we can't we can't i don't know how anybody could even begin to judge that because then if we say oh my mom doesn't want what God wants, then you're going against what Romans, I think chapter 5 says, that God himself chose your father, your mother, the president, the leaders. So, he must be a reason, why, you know, what, he, your, what your mom know what your mom wants, and your dad wants, is somehow close to what God wants for your life. Mm-hmm. So, I don't think we should even judge it like that. I think if you don't understand something, or you find something unfair, say, I do not understand. But I will not judge.
3: And Danny, you know, I also think it's important. If we have parents who are not believers, uh, we are the example. We are Jesus in the home, right? Because we represent Jesus. And like we said in, in the podcast before this, uh, we said expose love. Always be love. Mm-hmm. And I was reading in Corinthians three six that says, I planted the seeds in your hearts and Apollos watered it. But it was God who made it grow. So our job is just look at that seed and water it. It's there because... We are literally their example of how Jesus should be and how we live yeah. our life. And now what do we wait? We pray. We wait on God for him to be the one that convinces them.
1: Yeah. It, I'm telling you guys, nothing we ever do will convince anybody. Mm-hmm. The number one thing that will convince people is your actions. Yeah. Notice it. Notice yes. it. You, you go to school, In most of my high, my high school days, I would tell people I'm Christian. Yeah. Ask if anybody converted. Mm-hmm. Nobody... <laughs> And now that I don't go around saying it, a lot of people go, dude, why are you so happy? Dude, why 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 is there like a shining on your face? Or dude, what is that book that is black and blue and white on you? Why do you have notes and your Bible out? Like, what are you doing? And then I, I show them and they're like, oh, dude, can I come to church? You know, like I, I always ask like, I always ask like, how can I, it's so crazy, but how can it be so easy for me to convince so many youth? And, I have a hard time convincing myself, <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean, or or like how how is it gonna be so hard for me to convince my own niece, mm-hmm. my own nephews, and, I, and like and like and like yeah, I said, you know what I'm saying, like sometimes the way I live. Should be enough. And if that's what brings them closer, great. And if not, then I guess God has another plan. You have something to say?
0: Yeah, I wanted to go back to how we were talking about personalities. Like, I know a lot of people are different. And so I wanted to, like, ask a question. What if you try to talk to your parents because, let's say, the way that they are kind of affects you. Let's say the way they show affection isn't the way you need it. And yet every time you try talking, you butt heads in in the way that it maybe doesn't work out, maybe they get your words and twist them and think a different way? How would you go about that?
3: Um, If I may, I was going to say that. um, like, Like Diane was saying, our parents have had very different lives than us, and maybe they were taught in a certain way, and they have tried to change it, but even their change is not enough for us, right? Which is why... Um, what we do is we rely on Christ and his love satisfies what theirs doesn't. His, like for example, right now you were saying like they don't give us the love that we need. It's hard, right? They're humans. But when you have Christ's love, their love or what they can give is just an extra. It's just a plus. Because his love already satisfies you so much and you lack nothing because of him, when you have your parents' love, even if it's like at a 50%, (laughs) it's,
2: Cool, thanks. I feel like, I'm you, okay with like this. you also have to see, like, um, the little things they do. The same way we see the little things God does in our lives, like waking us up every morning, giving us um, new breath, giving us everything. We should see, like, what our parents do for us. Like, like, they buy us our clothes, they buy us our shoes, they buy us our necessities. And I think that should be, like, not enough, but, like, at least show you, like, oh, they care for me. They're not leaving me naked at home without clothes i get to go to school they take me to school like just small little things that you're like okay at least my parents care that's what i need my parents care about me so and it also shows you okay when i have children i'm not gonna be this way i'm gonna show them differently yeah Yeah. like i'm gonna go the extra mile to be like you know what i love you give them a hug give them a kiss and all that stuff but like right now if your parent like yeah, it's very difficult when your parents wasn't weren't shown affection, and then they try to show affection, but it's like it's not. It doesn't feel right to them sometimes because yeah. it's like, it's like I was never hugged before. I was never kissed before. So like, I don't know how to do it. Yeah. So, but, it's, like, the little things matter. Right. Like, that's what I think.
1: And, and you know, and just just maybe to like like close this up, uh, let me tell you something. If you guys read the Bible in Exodus chapter 3 on the burning bush when Moses goes into and finds a burning bush, um, I always like speaking to this because I want you guys to understand who God is. It says that uh, Moses went in there and he says, listen, take off your sandals because you're on holy ground. I'm sure you guys all know this, right? He takes off his hand sandals and then he calls Moses. He goes, hey, I'm going to have a calling. I need you to take out uh, the Israelites out of Egypt. And the first thing that comes out of Moses' uh, mouth is how could it beat me if I stutter Then God goes Don't worry about it I have the power I'll let you do anything And the second time He comes He goes God How can it be me If I stutter And then God gets angry And goes So you're telling me Of course This is like the Danny version Right So he says You're telling me That the God That made the mouth Cannot speak So Danny But what does that have to do With my sister My mom My mom giving me love So you're telling me the God that made feelings can't give out love? Are you telling me the God that made understanding can't understand himself? Of course he can. You know what happens is we haven't unlocked that. Like, same thing, like I I think God thinks the same thing, I don't think he thinks the same way, but I feel like, think about it this way. If your mom doesn't give you attention and you don't like it, how do you think God feels when you don't give him attention? He might not like it either, <laughs> right? So maybe we should pay a little more attention to God and He will fill those little holes and those little cracks that we feel that are there. I don't know if I answered your question or I tried my best, but uh, you know, I always try to answer this way because God made the eyes, your understanding, your brain, He made parents. Can He not be a parent? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, He can be everything that we can do, even better. He can be the perfect kind, and yet, you know, we're here, put Him in a box saying he doesn't understand what I'm going through but okay let's go to the next question what was it uh how go, how can we deal with roles that are put onto at such a, a young age that may be hurting our relationship with their parents okay that one. I'll give you this one that wow
3: well, yeah that one is um I think I think what it means is like for example like very like gender roles right yeah. that's very strong especially in Hispanic households like the girls are expected to clean and the guys can kick back while we make you a sandwich. Um, look, if our parents, this is what I would say, I'd say pick your battles, dude. Um, if your parents are asking you wash the dishes and do all this while your brother's kicking back, let me tell you that the one who's going to succeed in life because you're a hard worker is you while your brother is going to have a hard time realizing, oh, not everything is going to be done for me, which is, which is a thing, right? And I think, look, just take your blessings, dude. If, if your parents what the most they expect from you is clean up, dude, clean up and learn and know that when you have your kids change the cycle, break the cycle, you know, don't let it be the same. Let it be fair for everyone. Boys and girls should learn how to clean boys. You know, when you find a guy who can cook and clean and wash his clothes, you're almost mm-hmm. like, Oh my God, unicorn. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. And because it's not very common. in Hispanic households. Yeah. Um, they're very served men. And you know, I just think like, Pick your battles. Find a battle that's worth fighting. For example, you can't go to church. See, that's a battle I would be willing to fight. Yeah. But right. wash the dishes? I mean, does it make me angry? And do I feel like, oh, my brother should be washing the dishes because he's the yeah. one that just ate? Sure. But also, that helps you. To be humbled helps you bring character. Uh, it helps you be a better person. So I think, you know, suck it up and do it. And when it comes your turn, be different. Yeah, I, yeah. I agree.
1: I feel like everything that, that parents uh, make you do today... Sooner or later, pushes well, you better. Yeah. Uh, my sister's right. Uh, she knows how to cook. I know how to cook. I know how to wash. She knows how to wash. I know how to iron. She knows how to iron. And and it's, it's, so, it's <laughs> yeah, so crazy. So it's so crazy, but we're so efficient with each other. Mm-hmm. Hey, D- Dora, can you wash this? And I'll take it out. I'll put it on the dryer. Hey, she cooks. I make the lemonade. I clean up. She cleans up. You know, we all do everything, and it's like I, I have a happier life like that. Yeah. <laughs> and she has a happier life like that. Because when she's tired, I'm like, okay, I'm also tired. Let's just lay it down for a little while. So so it's like that. So, But I like what my sister said. Can you do anything about it? No. Love it. Pick your battles. And also, when you do it, don't do it with a bad attitude. Do it and say, you know what? I'm going to learn from this. And smile there. And you know what I do? I'll tell you guys my secret, and I hope you guys take it home. I repeat many many times what i want to feel if i feel anxious peace 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 god give me peace peace give me peace 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 if i feel nervous god please calm my heart down god you i you know i submit my mind to god's mind i i want to be just like i i repeat that in my head and mm-hmm. and sooner or later it happens yes
3: i was going to tell you in colossians three twenty three. i love this verse because i apply it and it makes my life so much easier because i love jesus Whatever you do, work at it with all your heart as if you were working for the Lord, not for human masters. And I think uh, I was telling some of the kids last time that to do this in school, like work as if you're serving the Lord, because it's easier to do things like this. When you love someone, love makes everything a lot easier. So first advice, love Jesus. And then second advice, do everything as if you were doing it for him. And literally, your life will become a walk in the park because he helps you and he sees you. And where your parents are unfair, he'll show you justice. And where you are unfair, he will guide you. So remember, you know, it's also a two-way street. We are here sitting complaining about parents, but how's your attitude? Yeah. Yeah. How's your respect? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know? True. Um, I, I mean, I've seen... Not all of you, but some of you. The way you speak to your parents. And if I was your parent, I would have seen Chasso, but in the face. Um, (laughs) So, you know, I think that we need to learn how to be good children as well before we can start complaining about bad parenting. Because the Bible doesn't say, parents, honor your father. I mean, honor your children. It says, no, children, honor your fathers. And it does say, don't, no exasperes, I don't know how you say that. Yeah, don't anger
2: your kids. Yes. Like Ephesians um, 6, 4. Yeah, it says, yeah, don't it say as fathers, them, right? do not exasperate your children. Instead, bring them up in the training and instruction of the Lord. Right. So wow.
1: Then that, mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Look, so I think I think what you have to take away from this is this. You don't worry about your parents, what they're doing. You worry about what you're doing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I always wondered, why did God talk to people like that? that God, God said that, and Jesus said that, if we're going to work for to work as if it was for me. But you know why he said that? Because by doing that, You also do the other commandment, which is love your neighbor. Yeah,
2: yeah.
1: So, do you see, you understand how the law, the Ten Commandments, can actually be done with one word, and that's love. If you love your brother, you won't want his wife. If you love your brother, you won't steal. If you love your brother, you won't do this. If you love your brother, you won't kill. If you do you see, everything kind of goes around love, and that's what's so crazy just love. Oh, that is because people in my school call me stupid and they laugh at me. Okay, laugh with them. You might be funny. You might be funny looking as well. But I'm going hmm. But you know what Make I'm saying? I, I remember people would call me many names and they would call me many things, dude, and I would get hurt. I, I remember they I used to they used to uh, bully us in and uh, yeah middle school and elementary too, and I remember I was saying I would never get bullied again, and then I understood now. Dude, I got bullied because now my character is very strong. Mm-hmm. And I don't let anybody pull me down just like that. Sometimes we need that. You know what I mean? You were going to listen.
3: Yeah, I was going to tell you the thing that you were saying about love. And I know this is like the most cliche verse in the Bible because everybody uses it. But love is patient. And what were you saying about patient, Danny? That you showed me this thing. like, what does patience mean?
1: Oh, dude, I have it here. I'm going to preach While, it while I, I
3: read it. While he finds it. Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. It is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered, and this is my favorite, it keeps no record of wrongs. And it's so easy to remember what others have done to you. But yeah. I don't know if you have ever had a conversation with someone says like, hey, Kate, do you remember you did this? And you're like, no, I have no idea. Yeah. And it's because you did something <laughs> that know. was bad, right? But when you think of somebody else, you're like, oh, he did this, this, this. So we have to remember, to be fair, I was also reading Matthew seven three that says, Why do you worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? So let's remember to judge ourselves first before we judge anybody else. Especially our parents, we should always love them, trust them, I don't know, protect them, give them kindness and patience, which is, Danny.
1: So patience is the capacity to suffer or celebrate offenses. So there you go. That's what it is. If you guys, if you guys um, going around with your parents who goes, remember that time that you hit me 14 times instead of <laughs> Relax, dude. But you don't. For, you, you forgot that you got four Fs. That's no. true. <laughs> right? Yeah, right? My, yeah. like, okay. And and then the you know what? And sometimes I've learned this until now. Sometimes you feel like you're doing everything right, but you also we also hurt our parents. Yeah. yeah. And our parents sometimes kind of like as humans because they can't be perfect, they go oh you know just because you're here, Alani's did this and she hurt me, therefore I'm gonna hurt her back. You know what I mean, but also think that what we do, our decisions, whatever we don't listen about them, they also get hurt, and they're like, "Dude, I told her, told her, told him not to do this, and yet he did this." Or, "Hey, why doesn't my son talk to me? My how does my daughter talk to me? Dude, that all hurts her." You know, mm-hmm. like you guys literally came out of them, yeah. And then they're saying, "Dude, my own little piece of me doesn't want to speak to me." Yeah, yeah. So yeah, dude, like it sucks. It sucks. But like I said, like don't worry about about holding grudges and that's exactly the same question that's going to come next you know like how do we how do we repair the relationships that that have hurt that they have hurt us either knowingly or unknowingly but you want to say something
3: yeah i was going to say that when we're younger um life seems to revolve around us we feel like everything is about us and oh my god somebody hurt us and that's it it's over it's the end but as we get older we start seeing like what the things that our parents have done even if it wasn't in the way that we wanted it or even if it wasn't in the perfect way you start to see their sacrifice and I don't know, like, from personal experience, like, I can remember a couple times I made my parents cry. And literally, I uh, I cringe at myself. I feel so much mm-hmm. shame for doing that because I realize what they've done, and I feel like, ugh, I never want to feel that way again. And I, I do my best to honor them now, but I wish, I wish I could go back and fix those times where I cost them embarrassment, where I was mm-hmm. not honoring them, you know? Where I was shameful and... Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's important to, to, to start maturing in our minds. I think we try to mature in things that are not right, like relationships. And instead, we should be trying to mature in the things that the Bible says, to honor our parents, to do these things right. If we mature here, then when it comes the time to be our own family, our own household, I think we will be much more successful.
1: Mm-hmm. And it's, it's funny what you said, that everybody wants to be mature to have a relationship. But yeah. are not even mature enough to handle their own relationship at home with their parents. Yeah. And if you think that's so much different, it isn't. Because, like, there's a difference between love and lust. Lust goes away. Love is when it's ugly, yeah. when they don't want to, when they hurt you. So, you see what I'm saying? Everybody wants to be mature towards a guy or a girl. But, but when it really comes to love, yeah. it's it's uh, you, gotta, you gotta work on it, dude. Every single day is a work. And, and
2: I-, I feel like your parents are, like... Sometimes, like, I know there's bad parents, too, but, like, if you have good parents, they're, like, the epitome of love. Because even though you mess up so many times, they're, like, they don't tell you, oh, I'm going to kick you out tomorrow, like, leave my house. No, they're, like, you know what? You're grounded. You're still under their roof. You know, they, they still feed you even though you did them wrong. <laughs> they still, like, clothe you. They still, like, yeah, waste my water, too. Like, <laughs> like yeah, like. That's what I, I see now as an adult. Like, I'm like, I messed up so bad when I was younger. And I thought it was <laughs> like my parents just being like, like suffocating me. But I'm like, no, it could have gone worse. Yep. Like, yeah. my life could have gone worse. And I see that I've been privileged to have good parents that yes. took care of me. Yeah, Because some some kids don't have that. And I could see that I had good parents, and like of course, of course, there's things that I've done out of rebellion that I've caused trauma <laughs> to myself right. that I've seen, and I'm like, but my parents still got me out of that, and I see that too, like wow. now yeah. that I'm older, so yeah.
1: You know what's you know what's beautiful? What you said, uh, and I want to tell you because it's not a lot of kids understand this. You said, I am privileged to have good parents. Mm-hmm. Some parents juggle between four parents because they have their mom. Their dad, their step parents. Mm-hmm. Some people struggle with just one, yeah. which their dad is trying to be their mom and their dad at the same time. And some other ones are trying to figure out how a mom can be a man as well, mm-hmm. and it's so difficult. Yeah. And and I want to tell you guys that if you have both parents, feel lucky, feel privileged, because that is already a yeah. huge step. And l- have you guys ever seen that video? It's on YouTube. When they grab everybody, they put them on the line, and he goes, okay, if you, have, um, if you have you know, college um, oh, yeah. aspirations, mm-hmm. take five steps, and then take five steps. And there's one word that they say. They say, if you have both parents, take one step forward. Mm-hmm. And you, I was wondering, I was like, dude, that doesn't, doesn't make any sense. But no, ha- a girl having a dad is incredibly detrimental. Yeah. And a boy having a mother is incredibly detrimental and 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 and, I'm, and I, what I'm trying to say is, look, if you don't have one, don't feel like, "Oh my God, don't go kicking rocks and thinking like, "Oh my god,'m I'm, I'm doomed." And what I'm trying to say is this that you can always go back to the fathers uh, fathers. You can always yeah. go back. He knows, look how beautiful he knows. God knows how to be a son, a father, a mother, a best friend. Yeah. He's the one that teaches us how to be all that. so so I, I want you guys to know that it is a privilege, but if you're not as privileged. You have even a greater privilege to be the son or the daughter of a greater um, father and yeah. mother.
0: Amen.
3: And I think that's something that comes with this that's very important, Danny, is forgiveness. You know, just like they forgive us, we should forgive them. And Mark eleven twenty five says, and whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against anyone. So oh, I'm sorry, I read that super bad. I'm going to start again. And whenever you stand praying, forgive. If you have anything against If you have anything against anyone. So that your father also who is in heaven may forgive you for your trespasses. And I think that's really important. In order to be forgiven, we must also forgive. And so if your parents have hurt you in any way, shape, or form, or if your parents are not like these parents that we're talking about that are just kind of strict, but they're good parents. Some people have bad parents, guys. Some people have parents... That they do. I feel in my heart, it's just, oh, I, I don't even understand how it can be this po- possible. But if you do have those parents, forgive. And I, I'm not saying forgive and stay, forgive and let, get abused. You know, yeah. that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying forgive and grow. Forgive and move on. Forgive and be better. And yeah, find refuge in the Lord.
1: You know what's crazy about forgiveness? I was I was showing a class to the youth last time and I was saying, um, in reality, the only person that benefits from your forgiveness is yourself. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Literally, it's like it's like um you, you know, I've always I've always seen that. Have you ever have like hold on to like a rope so tight that uh, you know your arm starts getting purple and red and yeah. you know, <laughs> 17 different shades of green and you're holding on so hard, yeah. so hard, and then you kinda go, it's like why well, my hand hurt and then you let go and you're like I didn't even know I was even holding on to that. <laughs> and that's literally what forgiveness does. It yeah. lets everything run its course. So I like, uh, I like, what, like that, what I said. Don't just stay there. Grow. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, you know, my mom hits me for fun. Or my dad, you know, you know, I'm scared of being around my dad because he does this, 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 and that. I just don't want to get too, too, too serious. Uh, uh, okay, then use that time that you're suffering to go to school. To get a good student. Oh, Danny, I want to become a nurse. Okay, but really, become a nurse. Don't just be looking around and be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be home, but, you know, I just, I want to text guys that. No, dude, come on. Grow up, get your nursing degree, Mm -hmm. go, and if you go and say, listen, my mom just likes to throw planchas at me, I bet you whoever you'll talk to, you'll be like, you know what, then it's time for you to move out. Now, keep in mind, (laughs) abuse
2: yeah. yeah.
1: If your dad and mom whoops you with the belt, take it. Yeah. You know. <laughs> if they're like
2: hitting you with planchas, don't take it. Yeah, that. don't take it. But
1: but if they're hitting you with the scene yeah. show and they're hitting you with they valid
2: explain, reasons, yeah, yeah. When they explain to you why they're hitting you. Like I get it. Like, stay stay home because that's yeah. your home.
1: But uh, like I said, that's something that happened to me. My mom didn't hit me with planchas. But but <laughs> like like I, I didn't understand my time to go to school. I always thought that nah, I'm just gonna live my life. I wanna live my life, and my dad was very tough. I'm not. He's like, no, you're 18. You gotta figure it out. 18, 18. Welcome to the, world. Welcome to the real world. The world. And now I, I'm 28, and I'm like, man, he was right. I should have just put in an effort of three years, do full on, get my get get my degree, and I would have been done at 23. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but no, here comes Danny thinking that he knows everything and now I, i'm 28 and i still have to study and i still have to do homework and you know the church calls me um certain things and it needs certain things from me and, and now i can't have to say dude i can't go here and i can't go there because of school so mm-hmm. so look i I, th- I think just to just to end this this this, this uh today's um podcast i want to tell you guys that if you guys are having a hard time with your parents just always always look at both sides your side is not the only one. And the last for the last question: How can we repair relationships if they hurt us in a way, knowingly or unknowingly? Forgive and grow. I think that was the best thing that I can possibly yeah. give you today. Forgive and grow. Grow. Be better. Get closer to Jesus, and get closer to your parents. Remember, if you don't have a good relationship with your dad or mom, you can't have a relationship with your, with God. So keep that in mind. Dora, last last thoughts?
3: I was just gonna say, Danny, quickly. Um, that because we're in this year of recuperation uh, Our ministry has This year of the uh, recuperation Or getting back what you've lost um, I, I know I see in David It's recovery Recovery? Yeah. Oh my bad, thank you Um <laughs> It's in Spanish, guys, sorry, for us. So um, the when David, everything was stolen from the Amalekites, the Lord told him, go and get it back. But David is the one that had to get up and do it. So the Lord gives you promise to restore your family. The Lord gives you promises of happiness, but you have to get up and do it. So don't just sit and wait and wait and wait and wait that God's going to come down from heaven and be like, here is your new family. No, get up and work at it. Work hard and then you can play hard.
1: Alright, guys, like always, uh, thank you guys for listening to The Encounter by Redeem LA. Follow us on Instagram at Redeem LA, and I'll see you guys next week. Take care, guys. God bless.